Robertson County Connection sports reporter David Wilson, and Main Street Clarksville sports editor Brady McAtamney. The Robertson County High School football show is brought to you by Springfield Carpet One. Whether you are in need of new hardwood, luxury vinyl, tile, carpet, or laminate, Springfield Carpet One has everything you need for your next flooring project. Thomas Drugs. Since the early 1900s, Thomas Drugs has served the Robertson community for all of their prescription needs. Stop by and see their friendly staff and grab you a Sunday at their ice cream parlor today. Old Hickory Credit Union. Whether you need to open a checking account or interested in taking out a loan or mortgage, Old Hickory Credit Union can help you every step of the way. Countryside Outdoor Power Equipment. Countryside Outdoor Power Equipment is your one-stop shop for all of your outdoor needs. Select Physical Therapy in Springfield. Select Physical Therapy provides inpatient and outpatient rehabilitation services in Robertson County. And the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, here are David Wilson and Brady McAtamney. Hello again, everybody, and welcome into the Robertson County Football Show. I'm your sports reporter, David Wilson, joining you as I have been every week. We have a special guest joining us this week on the Robertson County Football Show, Sumner County sports editor and former Robertson County sports reporter, Blaine Keller, is kind enough to join us after this Thanksgiving holiday. Blaine, what's going on? Uh, you know, glad to be here and uh, glad to uh, see a team from Robertson County make it to a state championship game, David. It, the one year, one year after I leave, and you know your first year here on the beat, the Indians make it all the way to the state championship game. So exciting times in Robertson County, and busy times. Uh, lots of traveling for you as well. Yeah, you're Robertson County native. You know what it's like. You know how passionate that county is about their high school sports, and so it's thrilling to see a Robertson County team in the state championship. I know your alma mater has been there several times. They won it way back in the day, so I know you're excited about the county making it there. But for you personally, Blaine, it's been a heck of the last couple of days. You've been ripping and running all over Middle Tennessee as well. Just kind of tell people what you've been up to lately. Yeah, Friday was uh, football semifinals. As, as you know, David, you were out at York Institute. I was at Brentwood for the Bruins semifinal game in 6A against Houston, uh, the team out of Memphis, the Mustangs. Put about 28 to nothing win, shutting out Brentwood for the first time since 2020 on handing Brentwood its first loss of the season. That was a really impressive team that uh, took a step forward, took a jump with quarterback Baylor Hayes. Uh, unfortunately, it was kind of not enough to get them over the hump and get them back to the state championship game. Still a really successful season for Brentwood, 13-1 and overall. Then Saturday morning, uh, really Saturday afternoon, Chugged my way over to Clarksville uh, to watch Austin P kick off the FCS playoffs against Chattanooga. The Mox winning that one 24-21 on a last-second field goal. Uh, Austin P coming back from a 21-7 deficit at halftime, but too little too late in that game. And uh, One thing I'll note from that one really fast, uh, probably the craziest game, uh, craziest play I've seen in a game this season at least, be sure to check this out on social media. Uh, Chattanooga's quarterback, Luke Schomburg, throws a pass to the end zone just before halftime for Chattanooga. It's picked off by Corey Chapman. He returns it out of the end zone for Austin P. Uh, then fumbles it. Uh, Jamoy Mays for Chattanooga picks up the fumble, 
and scores a touchdown. So that was one of the craziest things I saw all weekend. And what was a really busy weekend, I had those two games. Then Sunday, Titans and Panthers, Frank Reich's final game as Carolina's head coach. Uh, the Titans won 17-10, to looked as though they were going to run away with it by halftime, uh, taking that 14-3 to lead. Uh, but then Carolina has a chance at the very end to go on a game-tying or game-winning drive. Tennessee's defense holds up. Titans are 4-0 at home this season, 0-7 away from Nissan Stadium. So those three games were, were what my weekend looked like. And tonight it's Westmoreland at Hunters Lane Basketball for a really fun story that I get to do there. Yeah, absolutely. You're a busy guy. Um, you do a great job up there in Sumner County and just in the mid-state Overall, before we hop into talking East Robertson, York Institute, East Robertson punching their ticket to their first ever Class 2A state championship, you know, you had the pleasure of getting to know Chase Brooks last year in his first year um, in cross plans at East Robertson. What's the turning point for this program that you feel like they turned from a team that showed up maybe hoping to win to being a really a juggernaut in the mid-state the last two years? Yeah, I, I think looking at the schedule from last year here, there may have not been one turning point per se, uh, but there were multiple times where you saw that East Robertson was not the previous team, the team that couldn't hold on to leads, the team that couldn't find a way to win despite having top-ranked talent, uh, both statewide and nationwide. So really looking back at this schedule, you start with week one. Uh, against Macon County, 43-33, to if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that game either went to overtime or it was very close to doing that at the very end. Actually, let me check that there. It's a 10-point lead. It can't go to overtime. It was a close game in the fourth quarter, nonetheless. And it's a good Macon County team that competes year in and year out and typically finds itself with uh, Mr. Football semifinalists or Mr. Football finalists. You look at uh, their game at White House Heritage, 41-19, to taking care of business there. Um, Cheatham County, Trousdale County. Uh, before last season, Trousdale was a force to be reckoned with in its region and felt like the cream of the crop. Uh, but uh, Trousdale having that down year and East Robertson still finding a way to capitalize on it, 24-6 to in that game. That's week three. Uh, Joe Burns, of course, always good to win against a rival in late September. Then one week after that, uh, Watertown, uh, what was believed to be the top team in the region uh, since Trousdale was down, a 12-6 win at home for the Indians. They beat Forest. They beat Westmoreland at Westmoreland. And from there, they handed it to Whites Creek, Polk County, and Bledsoe County. So I'm not sure if there was a defining moment for me where I thought this team could compete and go the distance, whatever that looked like. Uh, but I think you saw it week in and week out that East Robertson was going to compete uh, and be better than what it's been in years past. Yeah, Blaine, it's been a historic few weeks for the Indians ever since they began their playoff run. I mentioned in my articles with the paper time and time again, it was kind of a murderer's row after the loss to Smith County in the regular season. It set them up going to Marion County in the second round to face an undefeated 
football team on the road. They make history that Friday night, get their first playoff win since November 4th of 2004. The following week, they go on the road, and they get their payback. They get their revenge against Smith County, defeat them pretty handily on the road in a rematch that had a lot of emotion in it. And then this past week, you go to on the road again to another undefeated team in a hostile environment, and they handle – um, York Institute pretty good through the first three quarters. Now, it got kind of close in the fourth quarter, but the Indians do it yet again, and they punch their ticket to the first ever Class 2A state championship game, a final score of 35-31. to 31. Our East Robertson High School football segment is brought to you by Thomas Drugs and Cross Plains. Since the early 1900s, Thomas Drugs has served the Robertson community for all their prescription needs. So stop by and see their friendly staff today and grab you one of those signature Sundays at their ice cream. Parlor. Did you ever get one of those Sundays while on in your time in the Robertson? I I saw it a lot. I saw Thomas Drugs and and the little you know uh, soda bar, ice cream bar thing passing in to Cross Plains. Always tempted to try some of that, uh, but never never stopped inside. I was typically running behind. Not 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 <laughs> the most timely of of times. You you can't get a you know can't get a milkshake. You gotta be you gotta be quicker. I gotta be quicker to get a milkshake. There you go. Uh, a young man who probably is really deserving of a milkshake and the ice cream is Isaiah Groves. He's done it time and time again. Really started last year. He burst onto the scene. Obviously, Zach Prince was the Mr. Football finalist last year, but those two formed a really nice one-two punch last year for East Robertson, and that young man has really stepped out onto his own this year and just been a game wrecker. He's a speedster. All the adjectives that describe great football players, that is what Isaiah Groves is. And he was at it again this past week against York Institute. 30 carries on the night, Blaine, for 224 yards and three touchdowns. I know Mr. Football is a regular season award, but over the last couple of weeks, Blaine, he's really shown that, you know, he's one of the best players in all of 2A. Yeah, I mean, it's what Chase Brooks has been able to accomplish at East Robertson is establishing that run game and, uh, I think that, you know, in tune goes with the offensive line as well. Uh, you talked about the offensive line of East Robertson, giving them a little bit of love uh, throughout this season. And uh, I think that's a big part of their success, too, is establishing the offensive line, winning the line of scrimmage. Uh, so then you can be able to have that running back success. Uh, because ultimately, uh, I, correct me if I'm wrong here, David, I feel like you need that that success on the ground game, especially when you've got a first-year starting quarterback. Absolutely. You know, I think there's no secret of the identity of this East Robertson football team. In those crunch time situations, they're going to run the football and lean on their two senior tackles, John Randolph, Malachi Anderson. And then when you have a stud like that um, and Isaiah Groves in the backfield, it just makes it so much easier. And the thing that hurts really defense is you have to pick your poison because if you load the box, you have Elijah Groves on the outside with his – athleticism, his long, lanky 6'5 frame, you can, they could throw it to him on the slant, they could throw it to him on the deep ball and give Casey Young those easy completions. So it's really pick your poison. Do you want to get the ground game or do you want to get the pass game? Because Casey Young has shown over the last few weeks that he can make those clutch, timely throws when it matters most. Isaiah still has at least one more year. Uh, is it two? It's just he's a junior, so he'll have one more. Junior, yeah. It's crazy to think how much better he's going to get. Uh, yeah, ex I think that was where I was going next. How can you even predict someone to to take a step up from almost a you know after Saturday's game in the state championship? He'll be over three thousand yards. 
Yes. How how do you take a step up from that? I don't know, but the, you know nothing amazes with me. Just you know, teams load the box against them. They they know how to stop them. Smith County was a very physical team. York Institute a very physical team. And he just finds a way to elude tacklers. His shiftiness in the open field. It's not going to take one. It's going to take multiple people rather to take him down. One man is not going to tackle him in the open space. I'm glad you mentioned his season stats after Friday's performance in the semifinals. He has 250 four carries on the year for 2,967 yards, 30 rushing touchdowns, also 14 receptions out of the backfield for 269 yards and five touchdowns. Altogether with some punt returns in there, 3,392 all-purpose yards and 36 touchdowns on the year. Blaine, I know some teams that didn't score 36 touchdowns this year in their season. This young man has 36 all by himself. Yeah, I was just about to say in, in our area, in Sumner County, uh, a good quarterback is someone who's reached that 30-touchdown mark. Uh, now, you may say that, you know, thir- I think that 30 touchdowns for a running back is probably much more difficult than throwing the ball uh, because you're relying on more people. Um, but 36 touchdowns, and he's over 3,000 all-purpose yards, it's just absurd. Um, and it just makes you wonder how teams, I mean, are teams doing the same thing to try to stop him? You mentioned loading the box, but is it the same game plan every time? Or is he adapting to each game and each scenario and finding success all the same? Well, they're so versatile in their run game, so you have to give offensive coordinator help. Hayden Alexander, a great deal of credit. They can run in between the tackles. You know, he's a, he's not the biggest guy. He's a speedster. He's about 5'11", maybe six foot on a good day, 185 pounds. But he can run in between the tackles, get those dirty yards, those third and ones, those third and twos, those fourth and inches. But he also has the speed to get around the perimeter. So that's just what makes their run game so versatile. But, you know, in moving on, Blaine, their defense has not gotten enough credit this year. They have been phenomenal all year long. Outside of the fourth quarter, you know, not recovering two onside kicks that led to easy points for York Institute. You know, this East Robertson defense has been stifling opponents all year long. And the man in the middle that doesn't get enough credit, and I was so thankful to get a little nice little feature on him, was Dallas Caffrey. You know, he's been the leading tackler last year when you covered those guys. He's their current leading tackler this year. And on Friday night, he had another monster performance, 14 tackles, including a 35-yard fumble return for a touchdown that really proved to be the game-sealing touchdown that put East Robertson over the edge. I talked to him after the game, and he said, I never had run that fast in my life. I saw the end zone, and I just booked it towards it. I saw the ball, and I just saw opportunity to make a, you know, a life-changing play. He's dreamed about that moment ever since a little kid. So he's been phenomenal all year. Some of his stats on the year are ridiculous, um, Blaine. 127 tackles on the year, 17 tackles for loss, three forced fumbles, three fumble recoveries and two sacks, and including that touchdown that he scored in the semifinals on Friday night. I know that he was an exciting guy for you to cover last year as well. I remember when I was starting to look at this East Robertson turnaround, I'd look through, come through some stats and Anytime you see somebody with 100-plus tackles, it's going to catch your eye. Um, and the fact that he's been able to do this for back-to-back seasons. And, and really, I, I think it's even more impressive the fact that he's been able to come up with these big plays on the road. You talk about offense on the road and being able to overcome a hostile environment. 
But you've also got to think that, you know, at Marion County, at Smith County, at York Institute, these offensive players are hyped up and excited to be around their home fans too. So there's that extra edge from them. And Dallas is still able, it seems, to overcome that uh, and come up with these big plays. Yeah, you know, they have so many playmakers on the defensive side of the ball at different levels. Obviously, Zach Groves on the defensive line. He's just a sophomore, six over six foot tall, already has an offer from Tennessee. Just the growth and maturity that he's going to get as he grows into his body, gets in the weight room. Obviously, he's a strong, big, physical kid. He's only going to get better. You have Dallas Caffrey at the linebacking position. And then in the secondary, you have a lot Elijah Groves who's going to Kentucky at strong safety. He had eight tackles this past week, three tackles for loss, and two pass breakups versus York. He's really come into his own the last couple of weeks and played really great football. With the win, East Robertson punches their ticket to the state championship game. They will look to become just the second Robertson County team in history to win a football state championship. Would you like to take a guess, the only other school to do it? SBT brand, baby. There you go. I, yeah. I, I talked with David about this earlier in the week. I, I, I nudged him and said, uh, I'd be interested to see, you know, it'd be good research to look up the last time a Robertson County team made it and won it all in the state championship game. Uh, Joe Burns made a couple of appearances. Greenbrier made a few, at least one in the early 2000s. Uh, but Springfield, last team to do it. I want to say off the top of my head, it's like the 1980s, right? 1993 is what I saw. I was five, five years off then. Okay. Now, Russell saw them make the state championship in 2019 and 2017, mm -hmm. I, I assume. They lost both those games, but Springfield, the lone team in Robertson County to lift the gold ball. So we're excited to dive into that matchup. Obviously, East Robertson is going to take on a very talented team, a team that made the state championship last year in the Riverside Panthers. We'll break down that matchup that will take place in Chattanooga on Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern time, right after this commercial break. Whether you've set personal goals or are just making your health and well-being a priority, Select Physical Therapy is here for you. Select Physical Therapy is your trusted physical therapy partner for recovering from aches and pains, gaining strength, and preventing injury. There's no better time to make Select Physical Therapy's movement experts part of your healthcare team. To learn more about the benefits of physical therapy and get on the road to recovery and wellness, schedule an appointment today at selectphysicaltherapy.com. Experience the power of physical therapy today. If you're in the market for new equipment, come to Countryside Outdoor Power Equipment in Springfield. We are your one-stop shop for all of your outdoor projects and needs. We have a large selection of Echo Power Equipment and a full line of bad boy mowers and tractors. We also have a broad inventory of outdoor storage buildings and provide maintenance and small engine repair on most equipment. We also carry a large line of mower engines and parts for great financing options. Stop by Countryside Outdoor Power Equipment today. If you're in need of new flooring, look no further than Springfield Carpet One, Floor and Home. We have a showroom filled with a wide range of flooring options, including hardwood, luxury vinyl, carpet, laminate and tile, our expert team is here to provide advice and guidance to help you find the right flooring for your needs. With special financing available, you can buy now and pay over time. Stop by our showroom today or visit our website at carpet1springfield.com. At Old Hickory Credit Union, we're member-owned, not-for-profit, and eager to serve our Robertson County community. 
Since 1934, we have strived to provide our members with a safe, reliable place to take care of all their financial needs. From checking accounts to loans to mortgages, we're here to help. Credit unions have to constantly adapt to meet the needs of an ever-changing market. However, one constant will always remain, and that is the service we provide to our members. Stop by our Greenbrier branch today. Thomas Drugs, serving our community since the early 1900s. We're a full-service drugstore in Soda Fountain located in a building on Main Street that is on the National Register of Historic Places. We have a staff of pharmacists with over 70 years of experience, and we are committed to offering the best care and service to our community. We're now offering healthcare testing and treatment with positive results, a one-stop shop. Stop by our pharmacy today or visit our website at thomasdrugs.net. Welcome back to the Robertson County Football Show. I am David Wilson, sports reporter for the Robertson County Connection, joined by my good friend, Blaine Keller, sports editor uh, up there in Sumner County, also a former sports reporter for the Robertson County Connection, so I know you guys are very familiar with his work. Blaine, let's hop right into it. It's championship week in the last week of the football season. Obviously, some, some great matchups all throughout the week. Um, in Chattanooga starting on Thursday, running through Saturday. So let's dive into the Class 2A state championship. We have East Robertson, who is 13-1 on the year, taking on the Riverside Panthers, who are 12-2 on the year. Let's jump into this one. Obviously, Riverside, they're 12-2. Their losses came to a really good callover team into Huntington. So they're coached by Johnny Frost. And like East Robertson, they have a guy who is a Mr. Football candidate, Stone Wallace, their senior quarterback this year. I just have his regular season stats, but he was 73 of 116 passing through the regular season for 1,331 yards, 17 touchdowns, and five interceptions. He's a dual-threat quarterback. He also showed a proficiency to do stuff with his legs, 86 carries on the year for 840 yards and 12 touchdowns. So altogether, 2,171 yards. Um, all-purpose yards, rather, and 29 touchdowns. So, Blaine, in a setting like this, when you have uh, two candidates that are up for Mr. Football, it makes for great TV. Oh, absolutely. And just looking at Riverside's schedule here, you mentioned the loss to Collierville. And, I mean, you know, it's a three-score game there, 35-14, to 14, but uh, it's a, that's a 2A team versus a 6A team. Uh, that's a really impressive First game of the year matchup too, so uh, I think that one's probably even. You got to think that. Get it. And you got to yeah. think that Collierville has a quarterback who was a senior. I think I think that's committed to Aiden go to Missouri. Glover, yeah, mm-hmm. go to Missouri. Aiden so Glover that is a dang good Missouri. So uh, again, I, and I'm pretty sure this is a team that beat Beach by by a touchdown. So uh, you know that's a Sumner County connection there. But you look closer toward the championship game and. Uh, beating Milan 48 to 14, downing Mount Pleasant in the first round 50 to six. That's another team that had a 2A Mr. Football semifinalist. Uh, Peabody 33 to seven, avenging the loss to Huntington uh, November 17th, 24 to 17 or 24 to seven. Sorry, uh, this is a team that seems to have beaten some of the top talent surrounding it. Of course, that West Tennessee side is kind of spread out in geography and, and the teams between it, uh, but they have certainly put up some really impressive wins and losses this season. Yeah, you know, I talked about East Robertson in the weeks past. They were on a revenge tour to get back to Smith County and to avenge that loss. Well, you could easily say that this Riverside team is on a revenge tour to get back to Chattanooga 
you know, last year they played Tyner in the state championship game, and Riverside led that game 15 to nothing after the first quarter, but lost 26 to 24 in a really tightly contested game against a Tyner team that beat East Robertson pretty handily in the quarterfinal round last year. There were several guys on last year's um, state runner-up team for Riverside that have returned this year to play prominent roles. Obviously, these are stats still through the regular season, but running back Desmond Thomas. Um, had a great regular season, had 123 carries on the year for 884 yards and 12 touchdowns. Last year in the state championship game, he had 25 carries for 89 yards and two touchdowns and also two receptions for 54 yards. So we know he'll be a player to watch along with Stone Wallace in that backfield for the Panthers. Uh, Parker Wilkes, um, he's one of those weapons on the outside, the wide receiver position that Stone Wallace likes to throw the football to. 18 receptions on the year for 342 yards and five touchdowns through the regular season. He had a six-yard touchdown run in the first quarter of last year's state championship game against Tyner. And then also they have a tight end they like to throw the football to, Aiden Creasy. He had four catches for 43 yards last year in the state championship game. It's important to note that um, Riverside did have a different quarterback starting in last year's state championship. So I would be a little leery. East Robertson if Stone Wallace had the experience of playing in a state championship, but he has not. So, you know, when I look at this matchup, I think it's going to come down to obviously those Mr. Football guys are going to make their plays. Isaiah Groves is going to get his on the ground and Stone Wallace is going to be able to make some plays with his arm and his legs. I think the difference in this game that East Robertson needs to be aware of is in the past couple weeks, teams have really been offensive heavy and running the football. York Institute was a run heavy team that run ran the wing T office offense rather, and then Smith County likes to run the football as well. I think Riverside really has the ability to pass and push the ball down the field and lighten up that box on the East Robertson sideline. So those chess matches between the offense of Riverside and defensive coordinator Alvin Fight um, up there at East Robertson, you know, that's going to be something that I'm really looking forward to. I think the defense in this game that can find a way to make a stop against the Mr. Football hopeful on the other side will be the difference in this game. I picked it East Robertson 28-27. I said all aboard the Chattanooga Choo Choo. I think that East Robertson just finds a way on this miracle season that they're having. To They've beaten some great teams on the route. I don't think they come this far just to lose in a state championship game. So, Blaine, I know I'm throwing you on the spot here. Maybe give a little analysis, maybe a little matchup that you're looking forward to in this one. And if you want to, if you're bold enough, throw us a prediction. Yeah, it's uh... – the Joel Goff Bowl kind of here. There you go, uh, yeah. The White House Heritage uh, Athletic Director director and head baseball coach now, uh, previously coached at Decatur County Riverside. He's uh, now just down the road, uh, a few miles away from East Robertson. So uh, kind of an interesting connection there between Decatur and Robertson counties. Uh, look, I, I just look at this run that East Robertson's been able to go on these last three weeks at Marion County, uh, at Smith County. I mean, Marion County was an undefeated team. A lot of people thought they were the Class 2A favorite. Okay, they go out in the second round to East Robertson. Now people say York Institute's the favorite. They're undefeated. Well, in the semifinals, <laughs> first loss goes to East Robertson. Uh, so East Robertson's been able to defeat two undefeated teams and one that handed them their only loss of the season in revenge fashion. Is there going to be anything bigger uh, of a challenge than those three weeks in a row? I don't think so. I can't see 
those three opponents being smaller than what Decatur County Riverside has to offer. I'm sure Decatur is going to put up a good fight. Uh, again, you mentioned there are players who have been in this spot before, and East Robertson doesn't have anyone who's made it this far uh, besides Chase Brooks, uh, you know, in his coaching career and his playing days. So, look, I, I think I'm going to have to go East Robertson here just for, for my local ties. Uh, and I, I don't know his score, but I, I would certainly be interested to see the matchup between Isaiah Groves uh, and Decatur County quarterback um, Stone Wallace. Stone Wallace. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you you mentioned it. Just two class Mr. F- class two and Mr. Football finalists. It's going to be an exciting game offensively to watch, and whichever defense prevails is going to come out on top. I think a good thing that you mentioned right there is just the experience factor of Riverside being there. I think it's important to note, maybe not on the football stage, but East Robertson does have players that have played for a state championship before, obviously on the basketball side of things and the baseball side of things last year. So they have the experience in these type of settings, just maybe not on the football field, on the gridiron. But I think you still can key into that emotionally on, you know, it's one and done. This you play on, You're playing on the last game of the year of your classification. There's something that you take pride in. Obviously, this East Robertson team, they're going to come out ready to go and jazzed up. Something to note, though, you know, they've had trouble with penalties throughout the year just after the play on sportsmanlike conducts, personal fouls. I I think if they can hold in those emotions and just play to who they are and what their identity is, I think they can really find a way to um, to win this football game and lift up that gold ball for the first time in school history. We'll take our final commercial break here on the Roberts County Football Show. Coming up, I will deliver my Player of the Week award for the Class 2A semifinals right after this. Whether you've set personal goals or are just making your health and well-being a priority, Select Physical Therapy is here for you. Select Physical Therapy is your trusted physical therapy partner for recovering from aches and pains, gaining strength, and preventing injury. There's no better time to make Select Physical Therapy's movement experts part of your healthcare team. To learn more about the benefits of physical therapy and get on the road to recovery and wellness, schedule an appointment today at selectphysicaltherapy.com. Experience the power of physical therapy today. If you're in the market for new equipment, come to Countryside Outdoor Power Equipment in Springfield. We are your one-stop shop for all of your outdoor projects and needs. We have a large selection of Echo Power Equipment and a full line of bad boy mowers and tractors. We also have a broad inventory of outdoor storage buildings and provide maintenance and small engine repair on most equipment. We also carry a large line of mower engines and parts for great financing options. Stop by Countryside Outdoor Power Equipment today. If you're in need of new flooring, look no further than Springfield Carpet One, Floor and Home. We have a showroom filled with a wide range of flooring options, including hardwood, luxury vinyl, carpet, laminate and tile, Our expert team is here to provide advice and guidance to help you find the right flooring for your needs. With special financing available, you can buy now and pay over time. Stop by our showroom today or visit our website at carpet1springfield.com. At Old Hickory Credit Union, we're member-owned, not-for-profit, and eager to serve our Robertson County community. Since 1934, we have strived to provide our members with a safe, reliable place to take care of all their financial needs. From checking accounts to loans to mortgages, we're here to help. Credit unions have to constantly adapt to meet the needs of an ever-changing market. However, one constant will always remain, and that is the service we provide to our members. Stop by our Greenbrier branch today. 
Thomas Drugs, serving our community since the early 1900s. We're a full-service drugstore in Soda Fountain located in a building on Main Street that is on the National Register of Historic Places. We have a staff of pharmacists with over 70 years of experience, and we are committed to offering the best care and service to our community. We're now offering healthcare testing and treatment with positive results, a one-stop shop. Stop by our pharmacy today or visit our website at thomasdrugs.net. Welcome back to the Robertson County Football Show. Thank you for joining us after the Thanksgiving holiday weekend. I'm sports reporter David Wilson. I've been joining you all week, all year long, rather, and it's been phenomenal to get to know most of you. I was lucky enough to be joined by my good friend Blaine Keller this weekend, filling in for Brady McIntyre. Blaine, thanks again for filling in. Let's wrap up our last segment of the show. It's Player of the Week award time here in Robertson County, and all season long, for most of the weeks, it's been Isaiah Groves winning the award, but this week it will be his teammate on the defensive side of the ball that is going to grace us with the honor, Dallas Caffrey, senior linebacker, leading tackler on the East Robertson defense, 14 tackles and a 35-yard fumble return for a touchdown to help boost his team to its first ever appearance in the Class 2A state championship. So Dallas Caffrey, he is our Player of the Week award winner here in Robertson County for the Class 2A semifinal round. That'll do it for this edition of the Robertson County Football Show. For Blaine Keller, I'm David Wilson. We look forward to seeing you guys in Chattanooga for the TWS Life State Championship Weekend. Y'all take care. You've been watching the Robertson County High School Football Show with Robertson County Connection Sports Reporter David Wilson and Main Street Clarksville Sports Editor Brady McAtamney. Read this week's Robertson County Connection for all the latest news about Robertson County High School sports. The Robertson County High School Football Show has been brought to you by Springfield Carpet One, Thomas Drugs, Old Hickory Credit Union, Countryside Outdoor Power Equipment, Select Physical Therapy in Springfield, and the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest on Robertson County football.